Halloween might look a little different this year. 2020 has been interesting. So this holiday with the kiddos, if you have them or you're just had planned on dressing up for a Halloween party this year, that might look a little different. But what what remains the same, no matter what year it is and no matter what stage your business is in, there's one thing that's remained the same. And that is there's one thing that scares each and every design firm owner. What is it? Stay tuned. Giving architects and landscape architects the tools and strategies to be seen, heard, and valued in the marketplace, and telling the stories of leaders building thriving design firms and attracting their ideal clients, this is From Architecture to Profitecture. I'm your host, Jay Krakowski. Let's get started. Fellow and future Profitex, hello. How are you? Welcome to this special Halloween edition of From Architecture to Profitecture. If you're only listening to the podcast, you're missing out. I'm in full costume. I am a an old-timey robber. Think Looney Tunes, the striped shirt and the eye mask. There, there, there's, your, there's your picture painted for you. Um, but today we're talking about the scariest thing to do as a design firm owner. And there's only one, if you can believe it. I've narrowed this down so that you can, you can identify it and you can, you can stop it in its tracks, so to speak. There's only one thing that scares all design firm owners. Now, what could that be? Is it, is it hiring? Is it bringing on new staff, whether that's on a contract basis or, or permanent, part-time, full-time? Is it, is it the hiring process that scares you most? Is it the firing process, having to let somebody go that's not performing uh, up, to, up to par, up to your standards? It's not getting the job done. Is, is that an uncomfortable conversation or discussion for you? How about moving into a new office space or expanding your office space? Is that a scary thing for you? Taking on more, taking on more expenses, more responsibility, a, a greater relationship with your existing landlord or perhaps starting, starting a new one. What about taking on a new project type? Does that give you a little anxiety, something that you've never done before, but you've always, maybe always wanted to do? Is that scary for you? Or bringing in and writing up a proposal for the largest project you've ever done? Do you have anxiety about, gosh, how am I gonna, how am I gonna meet all these deadlines? How am I gonna get this done? Do I need to bring in staff? Is that something that scares you? Or what about a new service offering? Maybe you're venturing into the online space. You're, you are coaching other design firm owners. You're offering an online course. You're offering productized uh, products or, or services. Does that scare you? What about um, a partnership? Partnering or a merger with, with with another design firm, does that scare you? Does does letting letting con- go of that control that you've had for however long does is that something that, that that gives you anxiety? Or how about marketing? How about online marketing? Does that give you does that give you a little anxiety? Maybe that's maybe or maybe it isn't going on video online or live streaming here, telling your story, showing your face not just explaining your project process or showing your portfolio. Does putting your face on camera give you anxiety? Well, here's the, here's the spoiler alert. There is just one thing that they all have in common. That's right, one thing that scares each and every design firm owner just the same. And that is, no matter which of those 
items that we just talked about, it's moving out of your comfort zone. Moving out of your comfort zone is the scariest thing that you can do as a business owner, probably as a human being too, but certainly as a business owner, whether that's taking on more financial risk or taking on more responsibility or having more staff, more mouths to feed, so to speak, they all involve you stepping out of your comfort zone. And that's often the mark between a business that survives and a business that, that thrives and a business that closes up shop. But I wanna talk about one thing I, I heard this morning, uh, hearing an, an audio clip from David Goggins, who's a, a real inspirational figure, and he has his 20-80 rule. Not the 80-20 rule, we're all familiar with the Pareto Principle, the 20-80 rule. Most of us, especially in business, we only give about 20%. And I know that that might be a little shocking to hear, and you say, what are you, what are you kidding me? Well, we're so, we're so used to, especially if you've gone out on your own, we're so used to the work. We know how to, we know how to design with our eyes closed. We know how to, to draft with our eyes closed. And if you've been in business for a while, we know how to handle profit, profit loss statements and expenses and hiring and firing. That's all second nature to us. But when something comes to really push us to, to that success that, that we've always dreamed of, the gap between the 20% that we are used to doing in our day-to-day, in-and-out business lives, and let's say hitting 100%, what's the ultimate, ultimate goal, ultimate success? In that 80% gap is the real, and he, he swears a lot when he's saying it, it's, it's the real so to speak. It, it's the difficult stuff. It's the stuff that makes us really uncomfortable. It's where failure lies. Failure is littered throughout that 80%, and it's around every corner. It's lurking around every corner, and that's, that's not a good feeling for, for, a lot, for anybody, really, but it's those that are willing to make that jump and wade through the 80% of garbage, of difficulty, of failure, of putting yourself out there, of judgment, all these, all these emotions and, and things that we, that we don't necessarily want to, want to feel, but that we often need to feel to get to where we want to go. That's what makes the difference between those that survive and those that thrive. Another great quote here is, great things don't come from comfort zones. And there's a larger quote behind that, but that's really the takeaway there. To, to build a great business, to build a business that you've always dreamed of, whether that's just being able to provide for your family, perhaps the family uh, families of your staff, or whether that's to build something huge and be featured in magazines and build a huge online following, it takes it takes being uncomfortable. That's that's really the difference between uh, between a a good business owner and, and a great one, a good design firm owner and a great one, a good architect and a great one is how much are you willing to be uncomfortable? How long can you sit in discomfort and figure out what you need to do to to push through it? And that, and again, that's for any facet of business. Moving into a new office space, downsizing an office space might have been on your radar this year that you weren't expecting downsizing your staff um, or moving into new project types or larger and larger project types or just doing different things, doing things differently in your firm, which is such a theme of 2020, isn't it? Doing things differently. And there's certainly been discomfort all along the path this this year, if not you know, the entire time that you and I have been in business or you and I have been uh, practicing design. So there's really one question that you need to ask yourself every time you come up against this discomfort. Again, that's 
and that's in marketing or that's in business ops or that's in certainly in design is what do you want? What do you want? When we come up against something difficult or uncomfortable in design, we go back to the project brief. We look to our clients. We, we have the skills and the tools to ask them what they want. Well, we're building businesses now. And we need to, every now and then, stop and ask, ask ourselves, what do we want? What do we really want out of this? Is this just a paycheck because we know how to do this? Or is there something greater? Is there, is there a way that you want to give back to the, your industry, your community, your, your local market, um, the families of those that you, that you hire or subcontract with or consult with? What do you want? Do you want your name in lights or on the cover of a magazine or, um, you know, behind a, a well-received, perhaps famous uh, podcast or YouTube channel? What do you want? And that's the answer to that question is usually very, very easy, very quick, even if we don't want to admit it half the time. And it usually points us in the right direction. And it's usually in the direction of the thing that is most difficult and the thing that we don't that we don't want to face. But when you do that, and what's, what's, what's revealed, and I'm doing this because I'm overheating, what's revealed is the true you. I don't normally wear the striped shirt, no. What's revealed is the true you, and that's, that's really the mark that's going to, that, that's what's gonna set you apart and, and make yourself unique. You don't need to jump through 600 hoops to, to make yourself stand out in, in the marketplace or in your industry. You need to be yourself. You need to be yourself and come out from behind the the brand and the logo and the portfolio. And whether that's, again, whether that's going on, on camera, something like this, or whether that's being on a podcast or whether that's writing an article, what, whatever it is, step out into the muck <laughs> because because that's at the end of that is is the light, light at the end of the tunnel. That That's where you'll shine. And that's where you'll find fulfillment in, in doing this and working day in, day out, hour upon hour, uh, quite often, you know, that's, that's the real, that's the real point here is to, to identify what you want. And it makes, it makes all of it kind of work worthwhile. So while the scariest thing might be to step out of your comfort zone, it's, it's pushing through that, 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 that can get you to, to what you really want. Exactly. I agree. You have to be authentic to yourself and the rest usually follows. It absolutely does. Appreciate that. <laughs> decided to decide to jazz it up for this Halloween edition. Again, if you're if you're just listening to the podcast, you're you're missing this stuff. I may have to start doing costumes more often. Um, <laughs> but hey, I appreciate you uh, you tuning in this week. Have a a happy and and safe Halloween. And um, those in like I said, the Northeast U.S. now, but. Um, hopefully those in, in the Southeast, uh, specifically the New Orleans area, Hurricane Zeta just blew through here last night. Great. We lost power a few times. I hope everyone is safe and sound uh, with that. And you make smart and safe choices on, on Halloween. It's going to be pretty subdued here in, in South Carolina. But hope you're all doing well and go ahead and make it a great week. Don't be afraid to dress up, but be yourself also. <laughs> Go ahead and make it a great week because our success is inevitable. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you stay up to date with future episodes. 
Connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at Jake Krakowski. And for show notes and much more, visit profitexturebydesign.com slash podcast.